Hello nephews and nieces and welcome to Agony Uncle with Campbell Patterson aka the Jersey Magpie Joined today by Angus Johnson again This is episode 4 Wow, we've not been cancelled yet Yep, yeah, it's true Anyway, let's get right into this Now I'm falling in love and it feels like the first time Hello Angus, how are you today? Thank you for having me, I'm excited to be back. How have you been since episode 3? A full fortnight ago. I know, since then I've had almost a full fortnight in uh, quarantine. My old father got the virus, um, had to fork out for a test because he had a, a business to run and the, the outcome of the test said, stay indoors son, you've, you've got it. So um, yeah, it's been an uneventful couple of weeks without you. Well, I'm sure everybody at the Jersey Magpie, including myself, hopes your dad's doing well. I assume he's doing better now, two weeks on. He has, uh, well, he's, he's not dead yet, so... Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the advantage. It's all uphill from here. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> Nobody's dead in the first four weeks of the Jersey Magpie doing <laughs> the podcast. The first five weeks, sorry. We are setting the bar very, very low with our <laughs> expectations, but all is good right now, yeah. But uh, do you know what, guys? We decided after three weeks of everything being kind of the same that we were going to change it up here at the Jersey Magpie. We're going to add a few sections. We're going to make it more exciting for you. It's all about you. And that's all we care about apart from ourselves because we come first all the time. And that's all that matters is us. But you. <laughs> you matter a little bit too. <laughs> I can't lie to you. Okay, so um, I believe... We've got a new section. <laughs> Just before I introduce the section, can I say, did you ever watch Little Britain? And uh, I did. The, the 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 fat fighters lady would always go, "Well, we've got a new member. We've got Margaret, and she is fat." Um, that just reminded me of that. So <laughs> that, was, that was a wild tangent. I hope that wasn't a comment about my weight. <laughs> <laughs> He's very sensitive. Um, yeah, so uh, the first of uh, the new segments, bringing you uh, uh, some joy, hopefully, in the middle of quarantine, is, everyone knows, every good, quad, uh, every good podcast starts with the hosts getting sloshed. Um, so our first section is the drink section. What we're going to do is uh, introduce maybe a new drink every week, maybe a drink you've already heard of, but we're going to start by getting ourselves sloshed and then hopefully it'll just mean that the, S the rest of the podcast just goes to absolute carnage. That sounds absolutely fucking fantastic. What's drink we this week? So, the label reads Magnum Tonic Wine. It's like red wine on steroids, I suppose, is the best way to describe it, right? Yeah, I think so. What From what I've heard from other people that have had this, they've said, for all you Glaswegians, which I know is a uh, majority of the listeners, it's a cherry buckfast. Oh, that's what you want. Is it? 
I mean, in, in my head, yes, but in perhaps in my mouth very shortly, no. It it should it, we should probably point out that we've had we've had two or three drinks before yeah. we started the podcast. This I, had, is, I had a couple of whiskeys before this. We've, uh, we've cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on my third rum already, but Th- this is not a sober me if I give a good reaction to this drink. But you can pick it up in many supermarkets, and the Grunt and Growler, as I've said, will deliver it five miles around Old Dumbarton Road in Glasgow. Got to love that. Right, let's uh, let's give this a go, shall we? Breaking the old, uh, you know, it's old a, seal. You know, it's a good bottle when you've got a plastic seal. <laughs> it's it's a two hundred ml bottle, so it looks like a medicine bottle. And actually, can you read the label underneath where it says tonic wine? Uh, the name tonic. Oh no way! You've read this before. That's hilarious. The name tonic wine does not imply health giving or medicinal properties. <laughs> that is the disclaimer on this bottle. <laughs> I think that's important to say before we try. Oh, look at that color! That is dark red. That looks like a a dark rosé. Is I how was, I would describe it. I was hoping to get some glug 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 sounds into the uh, microphone, but it did not work. Never mind. We're learning as we go here. Well, it smells like cherries. It smells like cherry cough syrup. I also got very excited and poured some very big, big glasses, which I think I'm definitely going to regret. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were finishing the bottle. <laughs> Maybe by the end of the podcast, we'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll work up to that, shall we? Right, so we're going to um, let's um, start by getting the old schnoz in the middle of the middle of the wine glass. A cherry boiled sweet. That is that is that is a cherry cough sweet. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's a boiled sweet. It's a boiled sweet. That's what it smells like. I'm not sure. What percentage is it? I think this is going to be so sweet and actually quite tasty. I'm quite looking forward to it. This is 16.5% ABV. This is a serious number. That's a, that's a, that's a tasty bottle of wine. Oh, it tastes like a tonic wine. <laughs> you know what? That's not bad. I'm not a big wine drinker. And I don't, I don't uh, know. No, I, no wine drinkers drink tonic wine. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't particularly <laughs> like Buckfast, but. Um, you know what? I could, I could, I could that's, knock back two hundred mil of that. That's almost like you know where there's original. <gasps> oh, that's what where there's original with cherry. I just, I just, you know, um, you know when you get like goosebumps and it starts like the back of your neck and then goes all the way down to your thighs and all the legs, the, all the hairs and your legs stand up. I just got that. Um, um, you know what? I'm kind of digging this. It's got um a red tizer vibe going on as well. I can say I would drink a bottle of Buckfast, probably more readily than you will. Um, yeah, I'm um, perhaps. I want to describe myself as more cultured rather than more fussy, but I'd also say that I have the the drinking habits of a 13 year old girl. Like I love a Smirnoff Ice, so I don't know if this is necessary. I'm I'm probably not in the target market for a drink like this. But I don't I don't understand how you've not been changed in seven years of living in Glasgow. Well, I arrived a 13 year old girl, and I haven't grown up. I think that explains <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, Angus is actually trans age and transgender. <laughs> I just I, I make up my uh, my age, my sexuality, and all of my preferences as I go along. We're very fluid here. Uh, I, I would I would recommend for anybody wanting to try this. This is called Magnum Tonic Wine Original Jamaican Recipe. You get in two hundred ml bottles that look like a medicine bottle. What uh, what price are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about three or four pounds most. most three or four pounds a bottle. For sixteen and a half percent, you know what? It's, so it's, it's reasonable when you when you add it up. It's it's an expensive bottle of wine, but it's um it's a higher ABV, which is never a bad thing. Um, and you know what? That is tasty. I'd I'd pay that amount for a premium bottle of wine, and I'd enjoy that. So, 
I think I'm going to have to stop drinking that for a little second. <laughs> Get back to my whiskey. Well, as we if that's agreed, any better. We all agreed the podcast is going to be better if we were sloshed. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to be putting up the, uh, the floodgates. Hopefully we'll get something as exciting for next week. Um, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll source something. We, we, we'll have, source we, have, we have a week. To if you want, out. here we go. If you want to send us your home brews, then we, we're gonna we're gonna make a PO box. <laughs> you can send us stuff. We will we will possibly like buy some guinea pigs and try it on them first, just to make sure you're not trying to poison us. But uh, yeah, if you've got any ideas or if you've got anything you made yourself, then uh, let's sort it out. Let's get it on the show. Even if you have a cocktail recipe that you think is better than any bar you've ever tried, but nobody just has it yet. Do you know what? That's a way better idea because then we know they're not trying to poison us, but we can make something terrible. Yeah, we make it ourselves. That's the, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's don't do that. Do. Don't, don't send us dodgy drinks <laughs> to a PO box. Do give us some cocktail recipes. Yeah, we don't want it to be like the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones where Joffrey gets poisoned. Is that the Red Wedding? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, fucking, I haven't, I haven't really seen it. So <laughs> Who cares? I mean, he dies, so it's not the best wedding regardless. Whatever it's called. Yeah, he get, he gets married and he dies at the same day. Spoiler. Or it could be somebody else getting married. I don't know. Oh, good. No, it's, de- it's definitely him. But anyway, we're moving on from Game of Thrones spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it five yeah. years too late. Yep. So, um, as I've said, and as Angus has said too, we have a number of new segments new available. members. <laughs> we <laughs> Sorry, can't say Yeah, we've got some new members today. <laughs> Hopefully we've got another fucking 40 of you this week because we've put a lot into this. We deserve listeners. Without further ado, we're going to segment number two. Welcome to the Daily Magpie. Tonight, a naked man with a guitar has been haunting the West End. Kanye West has been using beeps for communications, sex toys in Colombia, and banana bread. That was intense. That was intense. <laughs> so, this new section, this newest section, I tried to combine segment and section into one word. Um, this newest segment um, is... <laughs> Basically, weird and wonderful news from the past week. So, if you have anything that you think we've missed out on, although I think we've we've got it fucking nailed. I, I, I think we have actually got the, the the big issues that are going on in the world that people haven't heard about. I think we've 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 got them all this week. So let's let's talk about the first story. Let's discuss this <laughs> a naked man with a guitar found in the West End of Glasgow. So there's a naked man appearing in the West End with a guitar on one of the streets. Why has he got a guitar? Is my first question. He's playing the guitar. Okay, so he's, he's is this daytime or nighttime? Daytime. <laughs> okay, so in the middle of the afternoon, a man is playing the guitar, but we don't know why he's naked. Is that is that the crux of this problem? Yeah, people are asking if he's okay, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, no. he's naked. <laughs> he's playing the guitar, so he's probably not okay. <laughs> I, I would say he's not okay, but I don't know. He might just be a rambler, you know? One of these naked ramblers. One of those naked ramblers shrug. Have Have you ever heard of the naked rambler? Is this Is this like dodgy? No, this is a a, a person, a man. Um, when I saw him, he was probably late fifties, early sixties, but he used to terrorize the streets of Britain, just walking around naked. I saw him in Barcelona. <laughs> I was just Britain like, terrorized by a man who walks around naked. That's pretty much what this story is. <laughs> like Jack the Ripper, you know, killed a load of people, but also one man who just walked around naked and emotionally traumatized everyone. I mean, I would be traumatized if I was a child. Um, <laughs> talking of child trauma, 
I actually saw the Naked Rambler in Barcelona. I was 12 years old. And I was with my parents and we were walking down Las Ramblas where you'd find the Naked Rambler. I mean, that makes sense. Um, was he rambling many chance? He, he was rambling and he was naked, apart from a backpack and sandals. I didn't notice until he got arrested. We walked right past him. I bumped into him. I didn't notice you, he was naked. Did you bump into him or did he bump into you? I think I was playing my Game Boy Color at the time, you know. It was back in the day. <laughs> and uh, I was probably too wrapped up in Pokemon. And I was like, wow. <laughs> This, what's this person he do? was trying to play My a game parents were like, that guy was naked and I was like what <laughs> you're seeing things Pikachu attack of, of course he's not naked and then I saw him getting wrapped up by Spanish police in a blanket which obviously they'd been given the call out there's a guy walking naked down the street go and take something wrap him up and arrest him and that's what they did so they created a giant human sausage roll and then escorted him back to the police station pretty much they wrapped him in pastry put him in the oven 30 minutes. Bob Sharongo. <laughs> Came out golden brown from the Spanish sun. Um, I wonder if his dick got burnt. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. Where did that come from? He's a, Brit also, he's a British guy we've got walking around <laughs> naked in Barcelona in the summer. We've got so sidetracked. What? <laughs> right. Naked man, Glasgow guitar. He's probably burnt as well. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning will do that to a man. Yeah, um, is he drunk? Do you think he's drunk? Do you think he's on drugs? Do you think he's just a musician? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he just he really, really wants to get his music out there and he doesn't know how to crack the market, so he's just taken all of his kit off. You know what? It's not impossible. Do you know what? I had that idea. I was like, for the Jersey Magpie, do you know what? For Agony Uncle, if I rollerbladed naked down Buchanan Street, Right now. With I'd the Jersey get, Magpie tattooed to your chest. Yes, you would get more listeners. like covered in Jersey Magpie stickers, I'd probably get a good bit of publicity that we don't have. Um, Glasgow Live would eat that shit up, mate. Oh, fine. I might tell them I'm doing it and then just go with like Jersey Magpie <laughs> stickers on my dick. <laughs> just rollerblade down the street naked. And uh, on next week's The Daily Magpie, <laughs> podcast host goes crazy and runs down Sucky Hill Street in rollerblades. Uh, is Campbell joking about cancelled or is he really trying to get himself cancelled? <laughs> uh, I don't right. know. Um, you know, I'm I'm inconclusive. I'm gonna need to see the man for myself. Not that I'm gonna, you know, go hunting <laughs> for him. But before I can make an opinion on that piece of news, I'm gonna need to see him for myself. Angus is gonna be in the West End tomorrow. So if the naked man is listening, Friday morning, or is Angus actually just the naked man with the guitar, and that's why I'll be there tomorrow? We don't know. I think. I have evidence that Angus <laughs> might be the naked man. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you between the hours of 12 and 2 on Monday morning? Do you know what? I, ha I have a suspicion it could be somebody that I know as well. Lockdown's really scaring a lot of people into doing things that they normally wouldn't do. And one of my friends, he's been a bit AWOL, he's been posting on Facebook saying that Trump isn't so ridiculous suggesting that you should inject Lysol and detergent. I'm like, <laughs> well, uh, he's, he, he could be the naked man. If you're listening, I was going to name him. I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. That was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you know the naked man? No, you know the person who talked about Trump. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, but he could be the naked man because I feel like he's the sort of person that would do that. Would be a naked man. <laughs> he's got a lot of guitars too, so... <laughs>
<laughs> it could be him. Okay, so actually on the Daily Magpie next week, we're going to ex- the expose on the Naked Man. <laughs> that's, that's we know the Naked <laughs> Man next week on the Daily Magpie. This, this story escalated very quickly. Right. Right. The, the next story is my favorite story of the week, my favorite story of the month, my favorite story of the fucking year. Can you? <laughs> He's refusing to talk to people. He says talking is the lowest form of communication. So he's just going to beep at people. I, I do not understand. There's so many things about this I don't understand. Beep, 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 beep. That, that's not talking, mate. Beep, that's beeping. Beep, 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 beep. I don't, I don't get it. Beep. Are, are, you, are you singing one of his tracks right now? Beep, beep. Imagine I tried to do the podcast like that. Nobody would listen. Well, no. I've, I've stopped listening, actually. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if Kanye's about to start a podcast, he's like, I've got no ideas for segments, the way the Jersey Magpie does it. They're fucking killing it. I'm not, so I'm just going to beep at people for an hour. Kanye, I'm going to need you to come on the show and explain what the fuck you're on about, because I don't get it. I don't think he's going to explain it. He'd probably just beep at us for an hour. <laughs> well, touche. At least if he, that, that would be doubling down, wouldn't it? That would be committing to the cause. Um, right, have we got any backstory to this? Do we know why or how or... Do we know why Kanye does anything? Well, that is the very good question. Is This is the same guy who brought like a like a $1,200 pair of sandals right that didn't fit properly he used fruit of the loom t-shirts and he printed them with like nothing on them and he sold them at a store for 150 pounds in london and people queued outside for that shit something like that i'm, I'm my, my number defense, my numbers I'd might be off but these were plain white fruit of the loom t-shirts with no logo or anything on them and he was selling them as Kanye west in but people knew they were fruit of the loom like the plain t-shirts you can get for a pound 99 if you put your own logo on them i you know what i actually don't condemn kanye for that i condemn everyone who spend 150 quid on a plain t-shirt because uh yeah he's he's just he's living the american dream isn't he he's just profiteering off capitalism um you know fair fucks to that uh whereas all the idiots that spend 150 quid on a plain white t-shirt what are you doing all the idiots that buy yeezys Pretty, pretty sure Campbell's wearing Yeezys right now. Yeah, I'm looking at my feet right now. <laughs> Judging yourself, I hope. Yeah, I am. Oh, dear. I bought them like 16 months ago, though, and they're worth a little bit more than I paid for them. So, do you know what? I'm not going to lie, mate. With your sweaty feet inside them, they're definitely not worth more than you paid for them. I don't wear them outside, so my feet are sweating. <laughs> well, they're in-house <laughs> shoes. These are my house shoes. I also, by the way, anyone who has house shoes can just do one because you are ridiculous. Just, you know, mop your fucking floor and then don't wear shoes. Do, do you know what's funny? My sister bought me a pair of slippers for Christmas, right? Like, they're slippers, but they're like slip-on sock-style slippers. Do you know what size she bought them in? What size she thought my feet were? I'm going to guess your feet are like an 11, but I'm assuming that she was incorrect. My feet were a 10 and a half. I was close. I'll take that. What size did she buy them in? Uh, eight. 15. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who has size 15 feet? <laughs> Who has size 15 feet? My slippers are way too big. <laughs> they are horribly big. Uh ridiculous size and I'm not sure why she bought them like she was like it's close enough and I'm like no it's not <laughs> well maybe, maybe am I Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> maybe she was trying to save money by putting both of your feet into one flipper but she bought me two <laughs> the last twice as long 
<laughs> I mean, they will, because I, then I can just fucking hop about on one and then hop about on the next one for the next 10 years until she buys me another pair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time she just gets them in the right size, but there you go. Anyway, again, big tangent. Um, Kanye West beeping, get to fuck, don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, 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 you were thinking about trying to disagree with that and then realised that it's indefensible. I was thinking about something that's like beeping, that's a form of communication. Swearing? We, we've got Using more, the middle finger? We, we have Morse code already, can you? You don't need to reinvent that. Uh, true. True that. I think that should be our uh, conclusion. Yep. Okay, so the next one, um, I know this was a story that really got your attention. Sex toys in Colombia. So this is sex to- the sale of sex toys in Colombia has skyrocketed since the start of quarantine. So, I mean, everyone says that there's winners and losers in situations like this, right? So there's Netflix are winning, airlines are losing. Well, it turns out that Colombian sex toy manufacturers are actually the big winners. Everyone thinks that, you know, like Netflix and Amazon Prime uh, are winning from the coronavirus. No, it's the Colombian sex toy manufacturers. I think we need to take a moment at eight o'clock tomorrow evening <laughs> to clap <laughs> for Colombian sex toy workers. Sex toy manufacturers, not sex workers. <laughs> They're very hey, you should, I mean, Yeah, the sex workers keep breaking all the coronavirus laws, so screw them, literally. The, the, sex, the sex workers <laughs> might not be getting any work, and I feel sad about that. But the sex toy manufacturers... They are living the you dream. Are, living the Colombian dream. They're killing it. Right, what is our final piece of the news today on the Daily Magpie? The final news on the Daily Magpie today is banana bread. Just banana bread. That's it, yeah. Just banana bread. Yeah. That's your news for today. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your news for today. Now, I heard a statistic that um, searches for banana bread recipes have gone up almost 600% in the month of April and 900 new banana recipes, banana bread recipes, have been posted in the UK alone in the month of April. Where the fuck wow. is everyone getting all this banana bread from? Like, I don't... Wh- why? If you go into my fruit bowl in my kitchen, you look at the bananas. They're definitely black. I could do with a banana bread recipe right now. I'm at that stage. Is that why people are buying black bananas? Is that a thing? You use black bananas with banana bread? Yeah, so it's when you buy bananas and you're like, I'm going to eat these bananas when they're ripe. And you go and eat one, and it's underripe, and it's horrific to eat. And you go, I'm just going to leave these a little while, and you leave them a day too long, and they're black, and you go, oh, I fucked it. Fucked it. And then you go, do you know what? I'll make banana bread. And banana bread lasts quite long. It's very fucking tasty, and it's a way to use overripe bananas. Okay, I've, I've had an education. Um, I don't necessarily know if that explains why there's been a 600 in percent increase in demand of banana bread recipes though i think to be honest i've looked up banana bread recipes about 600 times this month (laughs) (laughs) the entire increase was actually just down to campbell trying to cut banana bread just me i don't know when was the last time i knew somebody that made banana bread i was probably about 10 so 16 years ago and now there's a (laughs) a a good bunch of um People have made banana bread that I've seen on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen far too and many of my Instagram friends making I'm banana bread. I'm just like, do you know what? Make some, uh, something lemon. Like what was the one, what, where, what happened to brownies? Everyone loved brownies before lockdown. Then we go into lockdown, everyone's forgetting about them. I don't understand. Where's the brownie love, people? I, I've made brownies this lockdown. I've made cinnamon rolls twice. 
I've not made banana bread yet, but I do have bananas that are out. I was going to say on the way out, but they're definitely out already. I've got about 10 bananas, so I'm going to have to make like 20 loaves of banana bread, I think. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Stats up for next month are going to be up 1,200%. Do you know what? I might, I might just uh, condense it all down and make banana tree bake, whatever that is. Oh, Christ on a bike. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap up this by saying, if you want to get in touch, if you've made banana bread, can you please describe this phenomenon to us? Um, you've got the Ask FM link on all your uh, socials. We're not on the Ask FM anymore. We're <gasps> on my website, which is www.thejerseymagpie.com forward slash agony uncle. Now, there is a question link in there, a suggestion box. Put whatever the fuck you want in it. If you want to see a new section, you hate a section, we probably don't really care if you hate a section. <laughs> but if you want to see a new section, you want to talk about something, you've got something you want to get off your chest, please post it there and we will get back to you. Probably via the podcast. We're not going to like personally email you and say thanks so much for your feedback. But, you know. I, I mean, I would if I had your email address. But you'd have to subscribe to the Jersey Magpie. And I know you won't. I don't actually know who's subscribed. I know people have subscribed. Because they? they've told me. And uh, I'm just like, when do I start sending out emails? Maybe I should subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just send you emails with your own name in them. You'd be like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, not interested. It's, it's when you start sending me emails with quotes that I've not said that I'm going to get really angry. <laughs> but yeah, so get in touch with us um, at the Jersey, Web Jersey Magpie website. So that's cocktails, drinks, recipes. Do you know what? You send in anything like that, we'll try and make it. If we get to a level of something that's popular enough, we might make it on Instagram Live, Facebook Live. We could try a recipe oh, ourselves. Game changer. See how badly it goes. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a thing where we read a recipe for some kind of exquisite cake or pastry. We read it once. Don't read it again and then try and make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay, right. Yeah, we're sorted for next week's show. Okay, on to the next section. That's right. We've got a dog barking because... <laughs> I don't even know what's coming. We, we didn't have any other ideas for this. <laughs> The dog means absolutely nothing. Please don't listen to it. I don't even know what he's about but to say. Next, we have a script reading we're going to do. And the script we have that we're going to use for the next few weeks is the script of potentially the worst movie ever created, but it has such a great cult following that people love it. Aye. It is called The Room. Written, produced, directed... And starred in by Tommy Wiseau. We are just gonna we are just gonna read a little bit of the script with little to no context, just so you can enjoy how absolutely terrible this this movie is in its entirety. Maybe by the end of us reading the script, though, we'll understand everything. I, I'm, I would be I would be willing to put a lot of money on it that that's not going to be the case. To give you a little bit of insight. Um, Johnny's gone away to work because he's going to get that promotion he's been working for. Lisa's staying at home because she works a computing job that's not going to get her anywhere because the man knows best. Not my words. This is written in the script. 
So Lisa, while she's at home, decides to make a phone call to Mark. Hi, baby. How are you doing? Oh, hi. I'm very busy. How are you doing? I just finished talking to my mother and she gave me a big lecture about Johnny. We'll talk about it later. I'm very busy. We'll talk right now. Whenever you say, we'll talk about it later, we never do. I can't wait till later. We have to talk right now. You owe me one, anyway. Okay. What do you want to talk about? She is a stupid bitch. <laughs> she wants to control my life. I will not put up with that. I will do whatever I want, and that's it. What do you think I should do? I need your advice. Why do you ask me? You've been very happy with Johnny. What do you want me to say? You should enjoy life. What's the problem? Maybe you're right. Can I see you for coffee tomorrow? Okay. About 12 noon. Okay. I'll be waiting. Bye. Bye. Lisa finishes her bagel. <laughs> and changes her clothes. <laughs> End scene. I, I did that all for the last line. I don't understand why this is so funny. But it is. This is just a terrible movie. It literally, this has a six million dollar budget. I don't understand. Also, I, I apologize that my accent started out as like Queen's English and ended up as like... Uh, sorry, I went for an American accent and I don't know why. I just felt it felt right. Well, but I started Queen's English and ended up like melted American. So there was, <laughs> my character developed very, very quickly over the eight lines that I had. That was literally like a page and three lines of the script for the movie. And you can maybe tell. Mark says, if we go back to page one, this is like a fucking English study class here. <laughs> he says, <laughs> our listeners right now are enthralled and also going, what the fuck is he on about? He says, I'm very busy. And then Lisa says something to him. He says, I'm very busy again. And then she goes, you owe me one anyway. And he goes, what do you want to talk about? Like, as if he's suddenly <laughs> not busy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's also, um, it goes from, uh, we, we need to talk, we need to talk. My mum is a stupid bitch. She wants to control my life. I'll do whatever I want. What do you think I should do? I need your advice. And then he says something completely the opposite. Goes, Why do you ask me? <laughs> You should enjoy life. What's the problem? And then she says, maybe you're right. Can I see you for coffee tomorrow? <laughs> Immediately forgotten that she's fuming at her bitch of a mother. <laughs> and then he's he's super busy, but he's like, 12 noon. I'm free at midday. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of the things that I'm busy with happen in the middle of the day. <laughs> then she goes, okay, I will be waiting. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Oh yeah, they just said, can I see you for coffee tomorrow? If If they have coffee anywhere except her apartment, that made no sense. <laughs> okay, I'll be waiting. <laughs> Which oh. Starbucks are you at? <laughs> Good fucking luck finding me. I'm sure there's about oh. 30 Starbucks in San Francisco. That so is how you, fucked. That's just how you catch stalkers. You say, meet me tomorrow, and then don't tell them where and see if they show up. <laughs> anyway, so that was... that was uh, uh, We don't even have a name for that segment. We just thought it would be funny. You it's, might disagree. It's, it's going to be the room just now. If you have any other movies or TV shows that you think are a bit shit, that script needs a, a going over from us, we'll do one and a half pages of script. We've got a lot of the room. I've got a signed copy from Tommy Wiseau myself. Yes, he is that lame. 
It says PS be good on it. He he wrote that himself in marker. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, you shouldn't feel good. That's that's <laughs> the one thing we we should be quite sure about. But anyway, uh, we're probably going to do another little section of the room for next week, and we'll just keep it going as long as people keep enjoying it. There is an emergency. There is an emergency. People have serious, serious questions. So, of course, this podcast started out as an Agony Uncle podcast. You could write in with your pressing questions um, and we would chat through those ridiculous and and wonderful questions um, with our responses. Um, This is not specifically a new segment this week, but we are changing it ever so slightly. Um, rather than taking your questions this week, we have gathered some of the funniest questions submitted to professional agony ant newspaper journalists, columnists, whatever you call them. Because your questions were shite. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but you know, if you if you do want to get involved, then do go to the website and and, and let us know. Um, we have amalgamated some of the best ones, um, and we thought we would just read them out and and discuss them very very briefly. So this is going to be like a it's going to be like the quick file eyes section at the end of Would I Lie to You. Um, we're going to bash through them twenty seconds to discuss, and then on to the next one. Are you ready, son? Of course I am. I was born ready. Let's do it. Dear Deirdre, my mum's dog attacked our postman. I tried to help him, and one thing led to another, and now I think I'm pregnant. Your dog shouldn't be attacking people. You're fucking. <laughs> Get right, that's it. <laughs> So yeah, our conclusion to that one is get get a, get a dog obedience coach. My fiance is pregnant and I've been sleeping with her sister. She's also pregnant. I'm not ready for kids. Should I ditch them both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. I've always woken up before my wife and a few months ago I got up and made her a cup of tea. Now she expects this as a matter of course, taking it for granted that I will take her a cup in bed. You've got a serious problem there. I did that to my girlfriend once with a cup of coffee. And my life's never been the same since. She's like, um, where's my coffee before I get up? Don't do it. Don't start <laughs> that. Don't start that nonsense. Campbell, Campbell, Campbell gets it. He's, he's <laughs> that was me that wrote that into Dear Deirdre. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend had our first child recently, but we are both white and the baby is black. As is a mate I caught a topless with eight months ago. There's not actually a question there. It's just a statement. <laughs> yeah, she's cheating. <laughs> Although, to be fair, the, the agony, and in this case, has been very pragmatic, um, saying one of you could have a forgotten black ancestor. Don't push for DNA tests without thinking through what you could lose. I have a forgotten black ancestor. True true fact. Um, I am 0.4% East African. I, I could tell. <laughs> It was, it was funny, actually. I took a, a DNA test and I ticked a box so it'll hook me up with, like, relatives that have been... They're, like, third cousins or whatever. Yeah. And I have a lot of black relatives hitting me that's up. That's cool. like, how have I got a third cousin that's white? And I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> hey, that's cool, though. I like a bit of uh, cultural heritage. That's cool. Um, my boyfriend and I have a good relationship, but there are times when he dons a Darth Vader mask and refuses to answer to anything other than Darth Kickass. What should I do? Dump him. Not worth it. Unless he dresses as a stormtrooper, then you can fucking get. 
<laughs> Does that like a bit of a loser? Anyway, nothing against, you know, Star Wars weirdos. Twice I've walked in on my husband masturbating in the bathroom. What should I do? Knock. <laughs> <laughs> it solves your problem. It solves his problem. And when both problems are solved, there are no problems. You know, okay. what, that's actually so much better than the answer that the agony ant put there. So <laughs> we really should be. Well, that's you it. should be. That's agony it. Uncle Columnist. That's it. Dear Deirdre, will playing with my breasts make them bigger? My boyfriend insists it will. He's 22 and I'm 19. He spends the evenings fondling my breasts to see if these theory works. I don't think there's any truth in it and I really wouldn't mind them having a rest. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> um, yeah, preach. Just Your boyfriend's playing the game and he's fucking playing it well. <laughs> he's, he's, he's winning. Um, holy moly, this is, a, this is a paragraph. Dear Deirdre, I've gone off sex since the birth of my son, but my partner can't get enough. The only way I can get in the mood is by thinking about the footballer, Andy Carroll. I'm 22, engaged and have a baby boy. I never want any sex anymore, but I've found that it works if I think about Andy and his ponytail. Oh dear. I've never met him, but I can't stop having sexy dreams about him. and I'm worried it will affect how I feel about my fiancé. How can I get this man out of my head? Do you know what? I sometimes have... Sexy dreams about six foot six ponytailed ex Liverpool striker Andy Carroll too. <laughs> <laughs> All those facts might not be true, but oh. Andy Flo, just run with it, right? Just, just, yeah. just, just run with Andy Carroll on your head. De- Deirdre said, "Why would you want to? He's doing wonders for your sex life." So, I'd <sighs> crack on, woman. Is there any difference between my advice and Deirdre's advice? No, no, but but Campbell is cheaper, so get your questions in. I'm free. Yeah, you don't have to pay three quid to listen to the advice line. Unless we set up a three pound per pay advice line. <laughs> um, I really like this girl at work, but I'm not quite sure how to broach the subject. She always seems interested when I talk to her, but I've heard she has a boyfriend. Should I send her a picture of my penis? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> you don't send unsolicited dick pics, honestly. I've, I've received unsolicited dick pics. We spoke about that in episode two, three. Maybe. If you heard that segment, let us know. If you didn't, then you weren't listening. So go if you didn't, you've got an again. episode to fucking catch up on. Come go. on. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Uh, and the last one of the night, the last one of this crazy agony uncle section is Dear Victoria. My flatmate keeps borrowing my watches without asking. I find this very annoying, especially when it's the Breitling, which is my get lucky watch. But I don't want to seem uptight. How can I stop him? Look. If you have watches that are worth a couple of thousand pounds just lying around and you're like, I don't want my flatmate to borrow them, then what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> Why are you spending all of your money on watches and not on somewhere nicer to live? That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Do you know what? If you're like, oh, I can spend two grand on this watch this one month. And Why you're is like, he English? I what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Two grand in this month, this one month. He's not necessarily English. He might be from Dundee and a bit weird. <laughs> oh, that's it. Just, just adding a touch of Scottish right at the end there to try and say Dundee and he's a bit weird. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, if you're, if you're spending that much on watches, I actually know a guy. <laughs> he stays in a rented flat with four other people and he spends a about one and a half grand a month on his car and he's bought a Rolex but he's paying per month for it. 
Um, I mean, if you're paying per month for a Rolex and one and a half grand for your car, you could not be staying with four or five other people. Just, just take all of that money and buy somewhere really, really nice to live. Personally, I'd rather have an absolute shiter of a car. Right now, I don't have a car because I'd rather have somewhere to live that was nice. Me too. And spend all of my money on having a really, really nice house and everything else comes second. Do you know what? I've, al- I've always said that though. Like, I've always been like, do you know what? If I had half a million, I'd spend 450 grand on the house. It's 25 and an alpha a male. Not an alpha because they lose their value so quickly. I know, but they look so nice. I wouldn't buy an alpha. I would buy some kind of electric car that looks shite. Tesla. That looks shite. <laughs> Try again. Tesla. Tesla. Prius. Tesla. Prius. Prius is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Prius. Prius. Toyota Prius. The day that the day that you buy a Prius, I am resigning from this podcast. I do not want to be associated with a Prius owner. Within the next three weeks, guys, with your <laughs> donations and your help, <laughs> we can get rid of Glasgow Goose once and I for all. I will buy a Prius. <laughs> if you want me to do the podcast on my own, send me some money on PayPal. <laughs> Can you buy a Prius off PayPal? Do you think I could go into a car garage and be like, you guys take PayPal? <laughs> Probably. It is time to end the show. So thank you for tuning in for episode four of Agony Uncle with myself, Campbell Patterson, aka the Jersey Magpie, and my guest, Angus Johnston. If you love what we do and you want to see more sections, please go to www thejerseymagpie.com forward slash agonyuncle and give us any suggestions for what we could do in the future.